From the heart of our nation's capital, here's Family Research Council President Tony Perkins. Well, Happy New Year. Welcome to Washington Watch. I certainly hope and pray that your new year is off to a good start. In fact, that's what I want to zero in on today. How to make 2024 a year that could literally change your life. Now, I know that's a pretty bold statement, but that's how strongly I believe in what we are going to talk about today on Washington Watch. Well, coming up, Dr. George Barna joins me to talk about how our view of the world influences practically every decision we make. We'll talk about where that view of the world comes from and the steps we can take to ensure our children and grandchildren have what we call a biblical worldview. And of course, you can't have a biblical worldview without, you guessed it, the Bible. And guess what? Far too many Christians and even churches fail to utilize the Bible. The teaching of the Bible and its application to our lives must be at the center of the local church and in our homes. Now, if, if pastors do not emphasize the Bible and its teachings, guess what? The people in the pews will not prioritize it in their lives. Pastor Kevin Beal, associate pastor of Bethesda Church in Damascus, Maryland, is here to share with us how their church is actually using the Stand on the Word Bible reading plan to challenge the people in their churches, in their church, to be in the Word each and every day. And then we'll actually hear from a couple who have been on the Stand on the Word journey through the Bible and how it has impacted them. And then finally, Dr. Keenan Curitan, Vice President of Christian Resources at FRC and the editor of Stand on the Word, joins me to discuss how FRC has made it super easy for you, your family, or your church to be systematically in the Word of God, so that you can abide in Christ, grow in your faith, and your Christian walk. And one of those resources we have available this year for our Stand on the Word journey through the Bible is a daily journal. First time ever. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later with Dr. Curitan. But if you want to get a head start, you can order your own copy by going to frc.org slash journal, or you can simply text the word journal to 67742. Well, speaking of the word, our word for today comes from Genesis chapter 2. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field had grown, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. You know, the world didn't just happen, nor are you and I a cosmic accident. The heavens and the earth were designed by God as a home for us, who were intentionally created by God to have a relationship with him. To find out more about our journey through the Bible, go to frc.org Bible. Well, as I said, it's a new year, and this is the time that a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. Unfortunately, many of those resolutions will fall by the wayside. I'm I'm sure the gym I belong to will be crowded in the morning, but give it a couple weeks and it'll be back to normal. Well, I want to challenge you to, to resolve to spend not more time in the gym, although there's nothing wrong with that. I want to challenge you to spend time this year in the Word of God. If you'll take that challenge and stick with it, 
I think you'll find encouragement. You'll find strength. You'll find that you're more hopeful and optimistic about the future. So how can we stand for truth if we're actually not immersed in it? Studies continue to show that most Americans, including most parents, children, and even pastors do not possess a biblical worldview. And you can't have a biblical worldview if you're not in the Bible. Joining me now to discuss this is George Barna, Dr. George Barna, Senior Fellow at the Family Research Council Center for Biblical Worldview and Director of Research at Arizona Christian University's Cultural Research Center. Dr. George Barna, welcome back to Washington Watch and Happy New Year. Thanks, Tony, and Happy New Year to you. Now, you've spent a lifetime studying how people think and behave, worldviews, you know, the forming of worldviews. So, so tell us, first off, let's, let's talk about worldview. Define what a worldview is. Well, it's essentially the way that you experience and interpret and respond to the world around you. So it's taking in all the information, all the different inputs to try to figure out how to make decisions in your life. Your worldview is the basis of every decision that you make every moment of every day. We make hundreds of decisions every day. And so we're constantly interacting with that worldview without even thinking about it. And most people don't realize that because the worldview is the basis of decision-making, a person's worldview starts developing when they're very, very young, 15 to 18 months of age, and it's pretty much completely formed by the age of 13. And so when we try to figure out who we are, what we want to accomplish, what matters in life, all of these things and more, it all stems from our worldview. And you've got many choices of the kind of worldview that you develop. Most Americans don't really rely upon the Bible for making those decisions. But those people who do, we find that they make not only the best decisions, but they're the happiest in life. They become uh, very joyful about their experience here on earth in ways that most people don't. So this analogy may break down at some point, but so a worldview is kind of like an operating system for a computer. I mean, we all have one and and it doesn't work. It is the foundations, the platform. But a biblical worldview is actually operating off of a system that was designed for human beings. I mean, God actually has a plan. And when we operate according to his plan, which we discover through the word, we find that life works a little better. And that's why that concept of a biblical worldview, even though it sounds kind of ivory towerish, it sounds very scholarly and academic, it really isn't. It's very practical. It's very grassroots. It's simply trying to say, how can I apply truth, God's truth, which is the only truth, into every choice that I'm going to make every day? He's given us the book that outlines that for us. All we have to do is to read it, figure out, how to apply it in our personal lives, and everything is going to work the way it's supposed to. So, yeah, it it sounds, as you said, ivory tower. Walk us through what a biblical worldview looks like. How how would that apply to our lives? Give us an example. Well, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can look at this. One of the ones that gets the most attention, perhaps, is morality, trying to figure out the difference between right and wrong. The Bible is very clear on that. 
makes no bones about it. God doesn't say, I want you to like what I've chosen for you. He just says, this is what I've chosen for you because it's best. It's what I like, and therefore you should embrace it. And so if we think about many of the big issues of the day, whether we talk about things like abortion or marriage or uh, crime or immigration, all of those issues come back to worldview because God has things to say about all of those issues. And so if we want to lead a life that not only allows us to have peace with God, which ultimately is what we want every moment of every day, right? it's that worldview that puts us on a pathway toward figuring out how can I have that kind of relationship with him and how can I make the choices that he's already prescribed for me and that when I follow them, they'll allow me to have that kind of deeper, more intense and more fulfilling and, um, you know, in harmony kind of relationship with him. I mean, the, the Bible is kind of the manual for life as God has created us and created all things. If we follow his guidebook, as you said, it, it tends to work out better. And, and he speaks to all of these issues. The scripture speaks to the issue of finances, for instance. I mean, the borrower is servant to the lender, very practical applications. But operating from a biblical worldview is you just draw from the truth of scripture and you apply it to the word to the world in which we live. But you can't have a biblical worldview unless you're in the Bible. And and so how how do we what is the way forward? First off, give us an update on on the American population, the church population in terms of worldview, where they stand and how they get to where they need to be. Yeah, in America today, only 4% of all adults have a biblical worldview. And if you break that down generationally, and we look at the youngest adult generation, the millennials, what we find is only 2% of them have a biblical worldview. If we look at people who call themselves Christians, it's only 9%. We look at people who regularly attend an evangelical Christian church, it's only 13%. So we've got a long way to go. And as you point out, Tony, the only way to get there is by spending time in God's word. When we look at that, what we find is that only about a third of adults actually pick up and open the Bible and and read it during the course of a week. So again, there's a lot of growth that could be taking place there. And this is the type of thing where it's more important that you're consistent with it and you're systematic in your approach Uh, than anything else. And so even if you just spend 10 or 15 minutes a day, every day, regularly going through the Bible, there are a lot of study guides out there. FRC has its study guide that will help people to work through the entire Bible in just a single year. If you follow that plan, and having a plan is so critically important, because if you don't have one every day, you're making random choices. But when you've got a plan, you've got a pathway you're trying to move down. And as you read through the Bible, you pick up God's principles. And that's what this is all about. His principles guide us to the truth and having a plan that guides us to read those principles on a regular, consistent basis is critically important. So, George, has your research, and I know this is a big deal with you because you and I have talked about this. We're working collaboratively on this, on worldview, so critical But has your research indicated why Christians do not spend more time in the Word, the Word of God? 
I mean, the sad reality is, uh, on the one hand, they say, I'm so busy. I just don't know how to make more time in my schedule to do it, which speaks to priorities. We haven't prioritized God's word. And then the second big issue is that people say, yeah, yeah, I've had enough Bible training. I know it. I get it. I kind of know what God says. And the reality is, as we test what people say with the American Worldview Inventory, which we've created, and we, we use that every year to gauge how many people have a biblical worldview, it definitively shows that most people don't know what's in the Bible. Most people have all kinds of wacky ideas about how God wants us to live and and what he's taught us in his word. So again, it's so critical that just as we want our children to keep reviewing their school lessons, it's imperative that we keep reviewing God's truth. And it can it, the first step, as you laid out, is, is basically adopting a plan, a plan of action, so that you're systematically in the Word of God. And one thing you, you say often, George, as parents and grandparents want to see their children, as you talked about that younger generation not having a biblical worldview, you cannot impart what you don't have. And so it begins with each of us being in the Word of God so that we can share what God is showing us. George Barna, always great to see you. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you, Tony. God bless you. All right, uh, and have a blessed new year. Well, coming up, we're going to talk with a Maryland pastor who is leading members of his church through the Stand on the Word Bible reading plan. As we said, they've got a plan. They're in the Word. You can be in the Word, too. Don't go away. We're back after this. For 40 years, Family Research Council has been in Washington, D.C., championing faith, family, and freedom in public policy and the culture from a biblical worldview. But it isn't easy. As the culture continues to become increasingly divided, believers must continue defending biblical truth while many on the left wish to silence and marginalize Christians. Will you join us? Your financial support has never been more important. Thanks to your partnership, we can continue to reach more Americans with the important news from Washington, D.C. Equip believers to stand firm in our culture and defend biblical truth in the halls of government. Every donation we receive will go towards preserving and advancing policies for a culture that honors faith, family, and freedom. To give, text the word GIVE to 67742. Again, text GIVE to 67742. Don't miss Family Research Council's new podcast, Outstanding. Brought to you by FRC's team at The Washington Stand, this podcast is designed to examine top news stories and cultural issues from a distinctly biblical worldview with an aim to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. Join host and senior fellow for biblical worldview, Joseph Backholm, as he examines recent developments and cultural phenomena through the lens of Scripture and explores how Christians should respond. New guests join the podcast every week to unpack the headlines and discuss what's going on in the world. Topics range from recent political developments to social issues and spiritual battles. We invite you to follow along with these critical conversations as we release new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. You don't want to miss it. To listen, go to WashingtonStand.com slash podcast slash outstanding and be sure to look for the outstanding podcast on your favorite podcasting app today. 
Join Family Research Council's Association of Churches and Ministries, a community of pastors and ministry leaders united in refusing to hide their faith in Jesus from those that would try to silence us. As we face an increasingly hostile culture, the Association of Churches and Ministries provides invaluable resources and a powerful platform to grow and be equipped for the ministry God has entrusted to you. Together, we will stand firm, united in faith. Visit acm.frc.org and become a member today. If you're a young adult passionate about seeing biblical values championed in our country, check out Family Research Council's internship program. This three-month program is both a discipleship and development opportunity where you get to take part in truly meaningful work and help advance faith, family, and freedom in public policy and our culture. Featuring hands-on experience, biblical worldview training, free housing, and more, this internship is a great opportunity for spiritual and professional development. Check out frc.org slash internships to apply today. Welcome back to this New Year's Day edition of Washington Watch. So good to have you with us. Well, as we begin 2024, it is my hope and prayer that this year would spark a revival of Christians engaging with the Word of God, being in the Word of God. Now, we just heard from George Barna why the Bible matters and the importance of a biblical worldview and how you get one. You've got to be in the Word. And we cannot develop it without it. So how can we stand for truth? We talk about, uh, you know, what's happening in our culture and we the loss of morality and lawlessness. Well, you know, we've got to know the truth, be in the truth in order to stand for the truth. And you can't do that apart from the Word of God. And, you know, many of our churches are not where they need to be in the Word of God because what the pulpit prioritizes that the people will practice. And so it is so important. It's always encouraging to me to see pastors who are not only preaching from the Word, which should be a given, but they're challenging their people to be in the Word as well. Joining me now is one of those pastors, Pastor Kevin Beal, Associate Pastor of Bethesda Church in Damascus, Maryland, who has effectively incorporated the Stand on the Word Bible Reading Plan with members of his church. Pastor Beal, welcome to Washington Watch. Good to see you. Hello, Tony. Good to be here with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. And uh, this is, I think, exciting as you look forward to this new year. We're into a a, a new journey through the Bible, starting in Genesis, as we uh, started the beginning of the program. So let's talk about how the Stand on the Word Bible reading plan, or we can just talk more general about any reading plan of the Bible, how has that impacted you? How has that impacted you in order for you to impact your congregation? Well, it's caused me to uh, make a commitment to God. And God is calling me as a shepherd, as a pastor, as a leader, to be daily devoted and connected to His Word. Because God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God has also called us Jesus calling us to be the disciples that he wants us to be. He's called us to be a city set upon a hill, a light that cannot be hidden. And the only way for us to be able to be that people that God has called us to be is to know his word and live according to his word. It's it's abiding. That's, that's how we abide in, in Christ is by being in his word. And I, I, I'm encouraged by a lot of the stories I hear from those who are following 
our Stand on the Word Bible reading plan. What are some of the reactions uh, in the accounts that you've gotten from those in your congregation who have been a part of the Bible reading plan? Well, some of the uh, responses have been that the Word of God is an anchor. The Word of God is a holding power that the people are going through different challenges and different circumstances in their family, in their jobs, in their lives. But God's Word is a holding power. God's Word is able to keep that which they've committed unto the end. And then I'll hear guys say that, um, as they go through the plan and they'll say, um, I didn't expect Tony to uh, say that to me this morning and speak to me directly. How did Tony know the problem that I was going through? And I say, well, Tony didn't really know the problem you were going through, but the Holy Spirit did. And the Holy Spirit is able to take his word as we listen, even coming through you, Tony, and then apply it to their lives. And then they're able to build upon that. And then also, as we go through the word of God from Genesis to Revelation, we see and they've said how they see the redemptive story of God's word coming about through the history and the life of the people that it's portraying, and then how they understand that God has a redemptive plan for them as well. It's powerful, uh, Pastor Beal, as you talk about, I was just having a discussion with someone recently about that. The Word of God is living. It's described as a living Word. We don't add to it. We don't take away from it. But it, it meets us right where we are. The Holy Spirit reveals those truths to us as we need them. Still there. It's there. Yes. But it's the Holy Spirit revealing. That's why the Word is, is it's so important for us to be in the Word. What are your plans going forward in this year? I know you've got a, a vibrant men's ministry. How will this be incorporated into the men's ministry? Well, this year we're planning on um, we started out in the past year, we had been going through the Bible program with a small group. And then this year, I've released the uh, program to the whole church. And I've invited the uh, men of the church to uh, come on board and join in this plan as we go through it together. And, you know, I've explained to the men, it's, you know, 10 to 12 minutes of your day. And God is going to help you and walk you through that. And you're not going at it alone, but we're going to go through it together and we're going to walk this out. And then I have a uh, Zoom group where we can meet and discuss what's going on on a daily basis if the men desire. And then we're going to meet once a month and as the men of the group and go over what we're reading, what we are learning, how God is moving in our lives. And then it's gonna, we're going to use it as a tool to invite friends, to invite neighbors, to invite other men to come and be a part of what's going on in this Bible reading program and help them to then become part of the church. That through the Word of God, we are building the church as we stand in the world, as our faith grows, that then we're going to see our families changed, and then there's going to be new freedom coming into the lives of the believers in our church. That is so true, Pastor Beal. And I also, as, a, as one who's pastored 
it actually makes it easier for the pastor when when the sheep when when the church is in the word because the holy spirit is active and working and it resolves a lot of the issues that we find mm-hmm. in the local church so i would certainly encourage other pastors to consider that same path uh, Pastor Beal, thanks so much for taking time to uh, to join us today, and uh, and I pray that the Lord bless your efforts in 2024 as you challenge His people to be in the Word. Thank you, Tony. Have a great year. All right. Thank you so much. Well, coming up, we'll hear from a faithful Christian couple about uh, how the Stand on the Word Bible Reading Plan has impacted their walk with Jesus. We're going to talk about that. And then a little bit later, Dr. Keenan Curitan is going to join me and we're going to talk about the resources available. Maybe you'd like to lead your church or your family, or maybe you want to go through the journey. I'll tell you how a little bit later. Don't go away. More Washington Watch straight ahead. Most of us have wrestled with deep questions about the meaning of life at one time or another. Questions like, why are we here? What has gone wrong with our world? Is there any hope? And how does it all end? Thankfully, David Clausen, director of the Center for Biblical Worldview at Family Research Council, has carefully answered each of these tough questions in his latest publication titled, An Introduction to Worldview. With 81% of evangelical church attendees claiming to hold a biblical worldview and only 21% actually holding a biblical worldview, resources like this are more important than ever. With this new resource, we invite you, your family, and your church to evaluate what makes up a worldview and to see how a biblical worldview provides the most satisfying answers to life's biggest questions. To read the full publication and to see other resources from FRC's Center for Biblical Worldview, visit frc.org worldview. Again, that's frc.org worldview. Don't miss Family Research Council's new podcast, Outstanding. Brought to you by FRC's team at The Washington Stand, this podcast is designed to examine top news stories and cultural issues from a distinctly biblical worldview with an aim to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. Join host and senior fellow for biblical worldview, Joseph Backholm, as he examines recent developments and cultural phenomena through the lens of Scripture and explores how Christians should respond. New guests join the podcast every week to unpack the headlines and discuss what's going on in the world. Topics range from recent political developments to social issues and spiritual battles. We invite you to follow along with these critical conversations as we release new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. You don't want to miss it. To listen, go to WashingtonStand.com slash podcast slash outstanding and be sure to look for the Outstanding Podcast on your favorite podcasting app today. Welcome back to this New Year's Day edition of Washington Watch. Good to have you with us. And today I'm discussing the importance of having a daily Bible reading plan. And, you know, how can we have a biblical worldview, a solid foundation, without being in the Word of God? And how can we impact the world around us if we're not in the Word of God, abiding in Him? Well, joining me now to discuss this is Nina Keegan and Dr. Richard Klesnick, valued partners of the Family Research Council who have seen the benefits of the Bible reading plan work as their family has participated. Nina, Richard, welcome to Washington Watch. Good to see you. 
Good to see you, Tony. Thanks so much for having us on. Happy New Year. Happy Thank New you. Year. Thank you for inviting us. Happy New Year to you. So you've been working through the Stand on the Word Daily Journal and uh, or through the daily program. How has this impacted you and your family? Talk about that. Well, first of all, you know, I've, I've been to many, many Bible studies and have been reading the Word for a long time. But what you say, I learn something new from you every day. You know, it, it's it's when you talk about having the Holy Spirit teach us, you know, we have to have a discerning and a teachable spirit in the first place. So I always ask the Lord, show me things I don't know. And from you, you're always talking about the backstory and what's happening and what's going on at the time. And I learned so much because, you know, the word is always alive. It's always new. And no matter how many times you read through the Bible, you're going to learn new things and glean new things. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So no matter how much you're reading the word yourself, it's so good to audibly hear that and just have that in your spirit. And it's just, it's awesome. And it's not very long, you know, so there's really no excuse. Anybody can pick this up. You can share it with others. You can listen to it in the gym or in the car. It's it's just an awesome tool. And we're grateful. It's wonderful. And like Nina said, it's, it's easy to listen to. And I love the way you put things basically in context, even historical context for people like myself. I, I love and enjoy history. So I really enjoy listening to it. Well, it's it's a that worldview is developed by applying the word of God to the to the world in which we live. And and this is one of the things I found in our family. That's where this whole plan originated years ago as I was trying to discover something our whole family could participate in. And the the Lord, the Holy Spirit just said, what about the Bible? And, and that's how we ended <laughs> up with the Bible. But talk about the the conversations you've had as a family through this plan, because the Sundays, there there are no readings on Sundays. It's a time just to have a discussion. Uh, Talk about that aspect. Well, what I love is, you know, I can say I I share this a lot with my kids and my family. It's like I feel like every day I'm going, oh, this is so good and this is so good, but it's all good. And then it really is a conversation starter. And so you can kind of say, well, what did you learn? Or did you notice this? Did you see this aspect of something? And then you can really, you know, have a discussion about some things. And I know my kids, you know, they're in the word every day too, but it's fun to see, you know, the different, what what they're gleaning from things because, you know, the, the, the Bible is clear that in Matthew 24, it talks about how in the end, many will be deceived. Mm. It talks about how even the elect can fall. And so, you know, that's terrifying. And so if you're not staying in the word, it, you know, there's so many false things happening out there. I've even heard about the AI Bible and how they're taking out certain things. You know, you need the truth, the word that is coming from somebody like yourself that we trust and we know that we can stand on everything that you're saying and teaching as truth. And so that's a good discussion for our family. It's a good way to start the day like today, even this morning, before we even had a cup of coffee, we we turned you on and we're listening to you in sitting in our bed before we even really got up. And then, of course, you're talking now about talking about uh, you've been talking about revelations. And so we've been getting into revelations and, and discussing among ourselves how we are probably in this world deep into revelations. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe the final coming as we speak. 
So uh, let me ask you, Dr. Klesnick, about this, because one of the things we often hear is people, I'm just too busy. Uh, I just don't have time for the work. You both are very busy people with many responsibilities. What would you say to those who say, I just don't have time? Well, it doesn't take long. It's a very quick uh, uh, period to listen to this. We can listen to it anywhere. You can, uh, you can listen to your car. Me, I, I, I'm probably traveling now. I'm doing things kind of, I'm working, actually, I'm working at a hospital and order at hospital. So I have about a 20, 25 minute, almost 30 minute drive in the morning. So well, there's your time. You can listen to things. And actually, where I am, there's lots of uh, Christian stations as well. So I get I get to listen to Christian music on many different stations so that you can you can take time to do it easily. Yeah. And it's designed for busy people. It's 10 to 15 minutes a day. And you've got you've got the word in your, your spirit. And that's what we need. Nina, so important what you said with the deception that is in the world today, unless we are anchored to the truth, we could be swept away by that deception. And it, it, it is so important to go back to the source of truth, which is the word of God. Uh, Richard, Nina, I want to thank you for uh, joining us today. Always great to see you. And again, uh, happy new year. Thank happy you. new year happy to you. Thank you. God bless thank you, Tony. You. All right. It's so encouraging. And I get, as I've mentioned, folks will email me and post things on Facebook where some of them watch the daily devotion that I do based on the Bible reading plan. But just to see how the Word of God gives us encouragement, it gives us direction. And in this world where we need hope, it gives us hope. Not just a wishful hope, but a hope that is certain. All right, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Dr. Keenan Curitan. We're going to talk about how you can get plugged in to the Bible reading plan, resources we have available for you. That's coming up next. Don't go away. More Washington Watch straight ahead. Are you a pastor or ministry leader? Then join Family Research Council's Association of Churches and Ministries. This community is for pastors and ministry leaders who are united in refusing to hide their faith in Jesus from those that would try to silence us. Together, we choose to stand on God's Word, no matter the cost. As we face an increasingly hostile culture, the Association of Churches and Ministries provides a powerful platform to come together, grow, and be equipped for the ministry God has entrusted to you. By joining this collective, you gain exclusive access to invaluable resources, updates from Washington, D.C. to your leadership and ministry team, special discounts on FRC events, and much more. Together, we will stand firm, united in faith, unyielding in truth. Don't miss your chance to be a part of something greater. Visit acm.frc.org and become a member today. Are you passionate about living out your faith in the public square? Are you invested in rebuilding America's spiritual foundations? We are too. Here at Family Research Council, we have made it our mission to champion the kingdom of God by advancing faith, family, and freedom in our nation and culture. Would you consider joining us? Each day, we work to educate spiritually active, governance-engaged conservatives, proclaim truth on cancel-resistant platforms, Promote a biblical worldview in public policy and culture and engage believers to get involved. Together, we can work 
towards a prevailing culture in which all human life is valued, families flourish, and religious liberty thrives. To get involved, you can donate to FRC by texting the word GIVE to 67742. Again, text GIVE to 67742. Are you tired of the mainstream media censoring Christian and conservative voices? Are you looking for news about the most important topics of the day presented to you through the lens of biblical truth? FRC has the answer. The Washington Stand. The Washington Stand is Family Research Council's outlet for news and commentary from a biblical worldview, covering issues from abortion, sexuality, and religious liberty, to education, to what's happening on Capitol Hill and around the world. The Washington Stand reports on the top stories affecting faith, family, and freedom that the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. Subscribe today to receive the latest news from the Washington Stand in your inbox every weekday morning by texting TWS to 67742 or by visiting WashingtonStand.com. Again, that's TWS to 67742. Welcome back to this New Year's Day edition of Washington Watch. It is 2024. Wow. Man, it got here fast. Well, we are beginning Family Research Council's third journey through the Bible, our Stand on the Word Bible reading plan. We launched this plan in uh, 2020 to encourage people to read through the Scripture by devoting time for this as an intentional habit. Just tend, and it's it's divided into reading over a two year period. So it's it's not like you've got to sit down and read through an hour's worth of reading, and you don't absorb anything. It's it's broken into um, ten to fifteen minute segments, Monday through Saturday, as I made reference to earlier when I was talking to Nina and Richard. Sundays are a day to discussion as a family or a small group. You can just kind of discuss what you read and what the Lord has shown you through it. So it's that, that's really when it kind of all gels. And it's been an encouraging thing for me as a father to watch my children develop. And, and we have these conversations. Oftentimes, in early years, they didn't participate so much. They listened. But that's a part of the educational process. And, I, and again, I made I kind of alluded to this earlier. But it was a number of years ago, and I have five children, and at the time, there was a quite a difference in age. I think, I think my youngest was about four or five at the time, and my oldest was, um, uh, what's the difference, about 18. And so trying to get some something that everybody could read or, or understand and comprehend and, and engage in, kept looking for all these different devotionals, read through them, looked at them, couldn't find it, and then finally... I think the Holy Spirit just impressed them. I mean, why not try the Bible? Novel idea. Bible study. Use the Bible. So this this is all about the Bible. And it's simply reading the Bible, studying the Bible, having conversations about the Bible, and letting the Holy Spirit teach us, which is why Jesus sent it. Jesus sent the Spirit to lead us into all understanding the truth, to teach us. So as we enter our third journey through the Bible, we've picked up a few things along the way. And we've got some new resources and tools to help you on this journey. 
And here to uh, to talk about this is FRC's Vice President of Christian Resources, who has been instrumental in putting together a lot of the tools for our journey, Dr. Keenan Curitan. Dr. Curitan, welcome back to Washington Watch. Thanks, Tony. Great to be with you on New Year's Day. Well, it's new, and uh, here's a new opportunity to join the journey through the Bible. And for those of our viewers and listeners who have heard me discuss the Bible Ring Plan, I mention it every day, but have not yet participated, here's a new year, new, we're starting back in Genesis. What is your pitch to them to join us on this journey? Well, I would just say that the Bible is unlike any other book in the world because it's inspired by God. It's God-breathed. And uh, in its pages, you hear the God who created the universe speak to you. And and I guess I would have to ask the question, wouldn't you want to know what he has to say to you? Uh, Because he made you and he loves you and he has a word for you every day in the Bible. How great is that? Uh, You know, I think you alerted earlier, Tony, to the fact that God's word is living and active. It's it's not dead text on a dusty page. And and while the text is fixed, uh, the applications are fluid and they can fit every situation and circumstance that we face in life. I mean, when you come to the Bible with the big questions, right, like where did we come from and why am I here and you know, what's gone wrong with the world and why is there evil and suffering and what's the solution? What's the remedy? Uh, where am I going? What's our destination after death? All these questions are answered. I mean, even in the book of Genesis, we're right here on the front steps of the scriptures and I can give you chapter and verse for each one, you know? So, I mean, and, and then not only that, the big questions, but then you think about practical advice about, you know, how do I how do I forgive when I can't forget? And how do I look, you know, what what do I look for in a spouse? And how can I have a successful marriage? And how can I be a good parent? And what's my spiritual gift? And how can I serve in the church? And what's my stewardship responsibility as, as a citizen? And, and what does good government and leadership look like? I mean, you bring your questions to the Word of God, and it has the answers, right? I mean, we, we learned that verse in Bible school, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. God's word shows us the way forward in every area of life and every question we face. You know, and Jesus, I had one more thing to that. And I think you, you alluded to this too, Tony, earlier. Uh, John fourteen twenty one. whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he's the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. You want to know God better? Read his word and obey his word, and God will reveal more of himself to you. So there's plenty of reasons to join us on this daily journey through the Bible. Yeah, I've often, through the course of the year, the American Bible Society has uh, these different uh, studies that they do, surveys. And, you know, one of the things that they've uncovered, and it's not surprising, uh, is that people who are in the word are more hopeful, they're more encouraged. And when you look at the world around us, I mean, you know, one glance at the headlines or, or 15 minutes of the uh, cable news would have you go into the medicine cabinet for the, uh, you know, the stomach medicine. Unless right. you were grounded in the word of God, it puts it all in perspective. It gives us that hope, even joy. Jesus, as you were quoting from John, 
Jesus said, I've told you these things so that you might have my, you might be filled with my joy, so that his joy would be in us even in these difficult times. But how do you do it? You abide in Christ. So tell us about some of the reactions, the stories that you've heard from those who have been on this journey before. If, if someone might want some encouragement as to why they should participate beyond what you've already shared. You know, I, I just love the fact that a number of folks, like you've already had on the program, uh, have have written in and let us know what stand of the word has meant to them. You know, and especially Tony, your your daily video de- devotionals that comment on the on the daily reading. And I, I got to tell you, I, I've been deeply moved by some of the comments. And you know, we've got young families who are introducing their children to the Bible, and they're reading. I mean, with six year olds, right? They're reading little bite sized pieces around the table. As a family, I was reading about a lady who uh, started a study for women in her church. She's got eight to ten women each each uh, week, uh, and they use Stand on the Word as as the basis for their Bible study. And uh, they debrief on that Sunday, you know, or that day that they meet uh, on what God said to them with through what they read. But I think some of the most moving stories of all are of those older saints who have been Christians for years, but stand on the word has been the very first time they've made it all the way through the scriptures. Uh, one, one, uh, I've got one here that, that I've got in front of me, uh, a fellow by the name of Neil, uh, 69 years old, and several times attempted to get into the Bible, but stopped because it just seemed overwhelming. And I was thinking, you gotta be special or blessed to be able to do it. But having a plan and doing it in bite-sized pieces is the key. And I think that's so true, Tony. A lot of people do like a, a one-year chronological Bible reading plan, and they just it's just too much. They, they have too much of a reading to get through. But this is bite-sized. As you mentioned, 10, 15 minutes, and you're through the reading, and it, and it really helps. And there are other comments as well if you want to get into them, but it's just encouraging to me to read how God has used this plan uh, to help people actually get through the journey. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you how this plan has impacted you personally. I mean, even though you've pastored for over two decades. But before I do that, you mentioned something that I haven't mentioned, which I should have mentioned, that this plan is a chronological Bible reading plan. So explain that to our viewers and listeners. Yeah, it, it, it's a little different from uh, a lot of other Bible reading plans. I mean, there you know there are a lot of those out there uh, that you can you know you can access. This one's unique uh, because Stand in the Word provides daily readings through the Scriptures that are chronologically prioritized. I guess is the best way to put it. In other words, each reading takes you through the Bible as events happen in history as far as possible. Um, so. That's that's part of the unique feature. The other neat, unique feature, I think you you've already brought it up, and uh, and your guests have talked about it, is that we have a break day right on Sunday, and that's some of the richest time of all. Is when uh, you know a, a family or a group gets together and you debrief on what God said through the week, and and that's one of the highlights I think of the plan. But it is chronologically prioritized. Yeah, that. Um... And I, I did mention this, but I'll say it again. The, the Sunday has, in fact, you know, we, we, we still do this. I mean, we've been going through this for years, but we still do it because, as you said, the, the word is living. We're seeing something new, something. I mean, it's it's applicable to, 
you know, the world around us. I mean, we didn't have all the, the upheaval, uh, upheaval in the Middle East, uh, uh, you know, two years ago when we were going through uh, what we just went through in Revelation. And, and so it was new. It was relevant. And, and so just having that conversation around the table with my, my children, most of them adults now, but it, it, it just dynamic. And I, I will tell you, as a father, there's not much that could make me more uh, out of a, satisfied and content than to hear my children walking in an understanding of the Word of God in the world in which we live. Amen. That's so true. It, it is gratifying. And now, you know, I've got adult children and they're, you know, they've got their their babies that are coming along. We've got four grandbabies. And, and what's great uh, for me to see is, is seeing them take the plan and begin in just little bite-sized pieces. I mean, we've got one that's two and a half years old, but even trying to, to get into the word a little bit with, with even with her. So, it's it's great to see it get passed down. So how has this plan impacted you? Oh, well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, passed for 20 years, as you mentioned, but uh, I think uh, standing the word caused me to be more disciplined in my walk with the Lord. Uh, but then that discipline led to a greater desire. Uh, you know, I find myself uh, waking up really early in the morning and looking forward to those moments with the Lord before it, before anybody in the house stirs, before anybody else gets up, I'm the first one up and I can't wait to spend time with my Lord who has so much to say to me every day. And, you know, there've been several moments over the past couple of years during this previous journey through the Bible where the reading for that day spoke to me at such a heart level that I'll never forget it. You remember when I had my heart attack, um, you know, it was a miracle that I survived. It was a miracle from the Lord. But the day I headed into triple bypass surgery, the reading was from Deuteronomy 20. Um, and verses three and four spoke to me so deeply. You know, here we are today, you're, you're drawn near to battle against your enemies and let not your heart be faint. Don't fear or panic or be in dread of them for the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies, to give you victory. And certainly the Lord was with me during that battle, and he gave me victory, and I'm alive because of it. So God has really impacted me deeply through Stand on the Word. There's something there for us each day, and I'm the same way. I'm you know, i up at 3.30, 4 o'clock every morning. You can't wait to get into to, to the Word. And, I mean, this has been—I've been wondering— all right, when am I going to run out of uh, energy in, in doing this? It's been going on for, for a number of years, for years. It's, it's just now it's, a, it's, it's habit, but it's something I look forward to. And I do go to bed early, so don't call me late because you're not going to get me. Let's talk now about uh, resources. Where, what do we have available for those that might be interested in joining us on this journey that we're starting out on today? That's a great thing about this. We, we've been adding more resources and tools to help folks on this journey. Started out with a simple downloadable calendar with daily readings. It's available as a PDF for download or print, uh, you know, or for purchase and, and sent to you by mail. We still offer that calendar. If you go to frc.org forward slash Bible, you can download it there today for this, this new reading plan. 
uh, for 2024 and 25. And then speaking of that web property, it, it's a user-friendly uh, website, offers the verse of the day, which is new for this round. And of course, the reading for that particular day and a couple of different versions, including an audio version for those who want to listen to the Bible being read in a distinguished voice. Uh, and of course, you can scroll back or forward uh, to if you need to catch up or if you need to look ahead. And then also on that page, uh, we've got a couple of engagement questions for daily discussion. And that was spoken of by a couple of your guests, how meaningful that was. And of course, the Sundays we have the debrief day that we talked about. You know, but the hard truth, I think, is a lot of people get bogged down when they get to, say, Leviticus. Uh, so we've got a couple of encouragements to help keep people on the journey. Um, and, you know, one is a text reminder. Uh, they simply text the word Bible to 67742. And if they sign up for the text message, they'll get a weekly text each Sunday evening with a link to the entire week's worth of readings and questions. And then of course, a daily email. Another way, sign up for that daily email on that webpage. And when you sign up, you'll get a, a daily reminder and encouragement. Uh, and that helps a lot of people. They, oh, wow, yeah, today we're reading this and it really helps. Uh, and But wait, there's more as they say in those infomercials, uh, right? We have your video. We have the devotional that you do each day uh, at the bottom of that most days. Um, I'm, I thank the Lord you do take off a day or two every now and then uh, because I don't know how you do it. But but these brief devotionals offer some essential commentary, insightful explanation, and some timely application from the Bible for the reading of that day. And, of course, we have some study guides based on that as well that they can order. Uh, and uh, also, as you mentioned earlier, the Stand on the Word Journal. Yeah, and, and we're going to have to leave it there because we're out of time. But yeah. you can get your journal, text journal, to 67742. Keenan, thanks for joining us. Happy New Year, folks. Washington, Happy New Year to you as well. Is brought to you by Family Research Council and is entirely listener-supported. Portions of the show discussing candidates are brought to you by Family Research Council Action. For more information on anything you've heard today or to find out how you can partner with us in our ongoing efforts to promote faith, family, and freedom, visit TonyPerkins.com. Also, to leave a comment about Washington Watch, call our watch line at 1-866-372-7234. That's 1-866-372-7234.